Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk Vets. I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Doug Sandberg. This is where we discuss vet-centric topics, the good, the bad, and the ugly, in the hope that listeners will better understand our veterans, our veterans will know they're not alone, and perhaps along the way, we'll learn something about each other. We sincerely hope we accomplish that mission. The opinions expressed herein are mine alone as a veteran. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. But there are a couple of excellent places in Orange and Pike County where you can learn to communicate with our equine friends and never have to say a word. They understand you better than you understand yourself. We're talking about Gate Therapeutic Riding Center in Milford, PA, and Victory Hill Therapeutic Horsemanship in Greenville, New York and we'll hear all the details straight from the horse's mouth. But first, here's some news of interest to our Hudson Valley military community. Vet to Vet is centered on peer counseling, and Sullivan County Vet to Vet has hit the ground running. They've settled in with the folks at ATI, and they've hired top shelf individuals, have a robust service dog program, and much, much more, including a great event called Vet Fest that's coming up soon. And, well, why not let them tell you in their own words? Let's talk about that, Lauren. Yes, um, we have a Veterans Festival coming up in October. It's called Vet Fest. It's our first Vet Fest ever. This event is being held on October 22nd at the Gramsville Fairgrounds. It will be a Veterans Day celebration and expanded resource fair for veterans, service members, and their families and care partners. This festival will provide veterans an opportunity to explore career paths and trades and to experience live demonstrations of woodworking blacksmithing and other areas. We're going to have activities such as archery and axe throwing. For the kids, there'll be a hay maze, touch a truck, obstacle course, bouncy house. There'll be free food for vet service members and immediate family, care partners, as well as door prizes. Musician and veteran Derek Stoner will be performing as well. We're so excited for this event and we hope to have all of our area veterans, service members and families attend. We are welcoming veterans from all of our surrounding uh, counties. Okay, it sounds like a great opportunity, and I've been up to Gramsville. It's a beautiful spot, so uh, we'll pray for good weather. So if folks want to talk to you about this event or anything else to do with vet to vet how do they contact you? 
They can call us at 845-794-4228. We're located at 309 East Broadway in Monticello. And for more information, you can check us out on our Facebook page of Action Toward Independence and Vet to Vet of Sullivan County. And we're also on Instagram as well. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing you on October 22nd at the Gramsville Fairgrounds for VetFest 2022. Thanks, Doug. The God and Country Living History event, Saturday, October 29th, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., Best Western Hotel, 503 Washington Ave. in Kingston, New York. You can hear World War II, Vietnam, and Afghanistan veterans tell their stories in their own words. If you'd like tickets, 845-629-2864. The 2022 Veteran Art Showcase is returning to the FDR Presidential Library and Museum in Hyde Park. Showcase was founded on the understanding that the arts are vital to veterans' reintegration, for self-expression, recovery from the after-effects of war, and to reconnect with the community. Showcase begins with an opening reception Friday night, November 18th, and runs through Sunday, November 20th. It will feature a gallery of visual art and a variety of speakers, performance art, and workshops over the course of the weekend. All veterans, active duty service members, and their families are invited to join in. They welcome all crafts of visual art, painting, graphics, sculpture, photography, etc., and performance arts, speakers, writers, musicians, performers of all kinds to participate. To apply, go to their website veteranartshowcase.org, fill out the application and follow the instructions. That's all there is to it. For more info or to have an application mailed to you, contact Dale Weiss, 845-679-2161 or email dale at veteranartshowcase.dw at gmail.com or you can call George Laws, 914-522-5518. Well, Gavin T. Walters is the Vet to Vet Ulster County Program Director, and he wants you to know that they've entered into their third year of walking to raise awareness for our military community. In addition, they are raising funds to provide more resources in their own local community. This year, the walk was postponed due to extreme heat, but with a new day, they're continuing their mission to raise awareness. They're going to walk 22 miles from Apple Greens Golf Course, which is located at 161 South Street in Highland, New York, and arrive at their office located at 101 Enterprise Drive in Kingston. Participation includes the physical 22-mile walk, or hopefully you've been logging your progress and time beginning on July 2nd. At the end of the walk, they'll recognize all those who walk the 56 miles from Kingston to Albany in 2021 and 2020. The date, Sunday, October 16th. Step-off time is 8.45 a.m. sharp. Registration is free. Approximate arrival in Kingston at their offices, 5 to 6 p.m. You can sign up or register at charity.pledgeit.org slash HVCVR dash vet vet 2022. Or for more information or questions, call Gavin at 
1-800-242-4004. Email Gavin Walters at hvncvr.org. Well, Gate Therapeutic Riding Center is a place of learning, of peace, of healing, and so much more. Martha Dubinsky is the founder and executive director of this remarkable place. Martha has a lot of horse sense when it comes to the unique connection between horses and humans. Martha also has a special place in her heart for veterans, law enforcement, and other first responders. Welcome to Let's Talk Vets. Martha Dubinsky, you're the founder and executive director of GATE Therapeutic Riding Center in Milford, Pennsylvania. Right. So, glad to have you with us. Thank you. Yes, you got all that correct. I did. (laughs) One take, yeah. Thank you. Let's start with um, just re-educate us on exactly what GATE is. Our official name is Gate Therapeutic Riding Center, but we are way more than just a riding center. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But to let you know, that's how we began. And that was just to help people out in the community for a number of reasons. One, it's uh, very uh, physically involved to ride a horse. And two, it's actually cognitively um, important. So you have to know or we can help you through left, right, how to turn a horse using your body. It's a lot of occupational therapy that we're not therapists, but, but there is a lot of that involved. So there's a lot of mind, body, and therefore spirit all involved with um, working with and riding on a horse. So we started off with, you know, a couple riders and a handful of volunteers, and it has grown to 28, 29 years later, we are still here and still providing for the community almost really whatever they need as far as horses and an outdoor environment are concerned. And that is one of the beautiful things that Gate can offer. It is outside so that you can enjoy being, you know, with nature, really. So we have a little trail out here and we're outside in the riding arena or if we're working with the horse, we call it groundwork when we're working beside the horse, like grooming or leading. And it's all movement and enjoying the outdoors. So that's really what GATE is in a nutshell. You have so many different programs going on. Would you run those down for us, please? We do. And I want to let you know that GATE is a premier accredited center for working with people with special needs. Now, these are all needs, whether it's physical, as I mentioned, um, mental, cognitive, emotional, behavioral, all the needs that we feel as though we can handle with the professional staff that we have. So our, if you will, a parent organization is PATH International. PATH stands for Professional Association for Therapeutic Horsemanship. Now PATH over the years has changed their name, used to be NARA, and they changed their name to PATH, but they've also changed how we should look at working with horses. So PATH has categorized all the different aspects of working with horses. So they are therapy, learning, and horsemanship. So we can do something in every single one of those categories. So the horsemanship is actually the the therapeutic riding. That's where that comes in. Learning about horses, working with the horse, riding the horse. The learning umbrella is more for groups and educational purposes. So we have school groups here. We work with the Delaware Valley School here in uh, the Milford area, but also 
High Point Regional School will be coming up in a couple weeks, actually. So we work with the schools. Now, what we do with them is we work more with their needs, and sometimes it's learning needs. So how can we help them with the horse? Well, you know, working with horses is a whole other vocabulary. So not everybody knows what a bridle is or a halter or a harness and the difference between all of those things and where all the buckles go and the bit in the mouth. And there's a, there's a lot of, even the horse parts, the withers and the stifle. And these, these are words that are not common unless you are working with horses and you know a lot about that. So these are some of the things, they are very empowering. So when these groups of students and they're everywhere, really and truly from kindergarten all the way up through high school uh, and college. And when they can go back to their classmates and even the teachers, and they can toss around some of these words that the teachers may not know. How empowering is that for these students that might have a little difficulty learning in school? So working with horses, you can talk about math, you can talk about um, vocabulary, you can talk about sentence structure. It is, it's really fun. So that's mostly for groups. It can be for businesses, for schools. It can also be for individuals, for personal development. And in that case, it assists individuals to discover new ways to face life challenges. And don't we all have life challenges? The other category is therapy. We now have a, actually a licensed mental health professional here on uh, at GATE, which is me. So we can do counseling. We also have a speech and language pathologist that can do the hippotherapy sessions that we have for some of them are very young riders, but some of them are in their teens as well that need some help with speech. But why do we put them on a horse? We put them on the horse for the movement that the horse gives them and that movement and moving through space. So they're not just swinging back and forth, so to speak, in a different setting, but they're moving through space with all the environmental sounds, smells, and sights available. So speech in that case, when you're getting that sensory input from all the other senses um, is very useful. So that is maybe a long version, but uh, just so you know, we have all these different programs that are called different things, but those are the three main categories, the therapy, the learning or the education part, and then the horsemanship. So, Martha, you've told me this before, but I think it's fascinating. Why are horses so special and so effective in so many different types of therapy? Right. I love this question <laughs> because I, I love explaining about the horse. And the first, very first thing I always let people remember is that horses are prey animals. They're not predators like dogs and cats that we have as pets. They are prey animals. So they always, even domesticated horses that we have here at, at Gate, still retain that wild sense that they need to stay safe. So there are a lot of things that we can learn uh, from horses and about them, of course, but also from them. Well, there's several, so I'll go through a couple of them. One of them is to learn how to wait. Horses are very good at waiting. And when they wait, they lower their blood pressure, they lower their breathing, uh, respiration rate. And yet at the same time, even though they're waiting, they are aware of their environment. They need to be, right? They're prey animals. They have to know when it's time to go. So they are aware of everything in their environment, but they also can just stand 
and wait. So when you see a horse standing out in a field, so to speak, and they're just standing there, they're waiting. What are they waiting for? Well, they're waiting until they have to move. <laughs> they don't want to move unless they have to. They're conserving their energy. Waiting and resting are two different things. A horse can't really rest unless there is another horse that's near them that's just waiting with them. That sounds maybe a little confusing, but resting, they can really slow down, close their eyes. They can stand, and most of them do, but only if there's another horse around that can alert them when they need to go. So waiting and resting are two different things, and that's, that's, a, that's I don't know, that's something I think horses can teach us. Uh, nutrition is another big thing. When do they eat? How much do they eat? What do they eat? The horses obviously eat differently than we do, but nutrition is important. And that's one thing that uh, horse owners here at Gate, but uh, backyard horses as well, and um, you know, race horses, you have to be really concerned about what's going in them and how are they going to keep fit and stay healthy. Uh, another important thing is exercise. Horses do exercise. They wander around all day long. They are moving pretty much all day long, except when they're resting or waiting. And horses like to work. They like it when somebody can ride them. And they like it when somebody works with them, grooming, leading, going over obstacles. Horses actually really like that. They Like most people, they like to have a purpose in life. They don't want to just stand and wait in the field. Uh, and believe it or not, horses like to have fun. So when you see a couple of horses running around or they're rearing up and, you know, it looks like they're biting and it's called horse play. That's what it's called. And that's what they do. So there's a lot of things that we can learn from horses, not to mention their beautiful size, which is bigger than us, their beautiful colors and the fluidity of their movement and how graceful they are as such a large animal. I think we're drawn to that, don't you? Yes, I do. And you had told me when we talked a while ago that horses can size you up in about 15 seconds. Yes, and they need to do that. And this is how they do it. And this is scientifically proven. They can actually feel your heart rate. So we normally have a, a higher heart rate. They have a lower heart rate than we do. They can feel if you're nervous and yet you still have a smile on your face. And no, I'm not scared of horses, but you're inside. You really are. The horse can feel that. And typically they will move away from that. So if a horse moves away from you, it's not because he likes you or doesn't like you. It's because your heart rate is too fast for him to figure out. So, yes, they have to size you up because they're prey animals, and they can do that immediately. They also have proven now scientifically, and Rutgers University does a lot of this studying with horses, and they have found that horses actually do recognize facial expressions of a human. So if you frown toward a horse, they understand that that is not a good positive feeling that they want to share. But if you're smiling and you're happy, then that's good. So sometimes here at Gate, I'll tell people, to, you know what, just tell a joke. And then that gets people laughing. And when you laugh, of course, that releases a lot of that pent-up energy. And then they can go in and groom the horse. And the horse is much more compliant. Amazing. <laughs> so this Saturday, 15th, yes. you've got a, uh, a workshop designed to help area veterans with PTSD. 
fascinating subject, um, so many aspects to it. Tell us about the workshop and how uh, horses are uniquely qualified to help our veterans. Sure. This is for veterans and for emergency personnel, your firefighters, your uh, EMS, your 911 operators, and really in the school systems too, the teachers, the police force. The event is a hands-on event. It is for families of the veterans and, and the emergency personnel. And you can come alone or you can bring your whole family. We will have the state representative of the Veterans Affairs will be here to answer some questions for the veterans and help them out how, however they need help. So he will be here, or a couple of them, I think. And also the head of the emergency management system, Tim, Tim Knapp, he'll be here and his crew. They will be parking here in our outdoor arena that um, Tim and his crew will take care of. And there will be some food and we have some activities for the children that come all the way up through teens. So what I'm planning on doing is having three separate activities. One will be for families to work together. It'll be a team building exercise where the horse will be the entity that will help them learn how to work as a team. The second one will be for the little children, maybe eight and up, that can actually work with the horse. Now that might be, we might, for example, do an activity about bullying. So we'll put some horses out there that we know will horse play, as I mentioned earlier, and it always looks like bullying or like fighting to people that don't understand what's going on. And so we can talk about that. And then that hands-on experience will be to recognize when it is safe, when it is safe to go out into a herd of horses or a group of people. So safety is a big issue and horseplay or bullying or however you want to call that is a way of when do we know it's calm enough for us to go out and then for us to work with a horse. Uh, the third activity will be for the veterans and the emergency personnel, and that will be for the adults only, male and female, don't, doesn't matter. And what, what that uh, activity will help with is trust. The horse will, will trust or not trust. And as I mentioned earlier, they, they don't like or not like you. They trust you that you're going to keep them safe. Or they don't trust you. Like, okay, I don't know what you're doing. You're confusing me. Um, I don't think I can trust you. So I'm just going to wander over here. And the horse will do that. So these activities are for those three main aspects of human nature, really. And how can the horse help that a sit-down or a um, you know break-in-the-ice kind of activity won't do? Horses are pure in their emotions, they do not lie. They do not know how to lie. So they will not give you anything that they are not feeling in the moment. And that is crucial. Veterans, I think, especially are key for that because they need to work in the moment and then move forward. They have to know if they're safe and then they can go. You know, once the horse trusts you, you can depend on that horse just like you would in, in a military situation or a police situation or even the EMS. You know, you've got to work as a team and you've got to trust every member of your team. And when a horse trusts you, then you can trust the horse and the horse will have your back, so to speak. 
And I'm glad you mentioned first responders and even the dispatchers because they um, are subject to some of the same, well, it's not the same exact type of trauma that you would experience in combat or in a hostile situation, but it is hostile nevertheless. When you have to pick up the remains of a car accident or you have to, as a dispatcher, sit there and listen to some sort of hell unfolding on the phone and you can't do anything about it. You have to be hyper aware going into a situation and then assessing the situation and then fixing the situation. And that all of those things are all different emotions that are raving inside. And then when when it's all cleaned up, like you said, so to speak, then um, then what do you do with that emotion? You know, then then you're left with this high energy. What do you do with that? And and you're right about that. The, you know, trauma is trauma, whether it's past or present or how do you deal with that? So coping skills are really important. And that's another thing that a horse can show us, show us, demonstrate for us. They're like a, well, I don't know what they're like. They're just, they're just really cool animals. <laughs> All right. Is there still time for folks to get involved with this weekend? I mean, what do they have to do? Is there a registration process? Is there a cost? Uh, what time is it? And, and your location, your physical location? Sure, great. Thanks for bringing all that up, actually. I forgot to mention that. It is free to everybody. It's free. It's a free event. It's backed by the commissioners of Pike County. It's backed by the emergency management system here. And, of course, the whole staff at GATE will be here as well to keep things safe and the volunteers that come here. So that event is from 11 to 2 this Saturday. And it would be good if you could be here at 11. It's not you know, come whenever you feel like it. It's really, it starts at 11 o'clock and it will go until two o'clock. And there'll be food here. The physical address is 314 Foster Hill Road in Milford, PA, 18337, if you're looking that up. The phone number here, if you want to call ahead, is 570-409-1140. And yes, please give us a call so we'll have some idea of how many horses we'll have to get ready, for example, and how much room we're going to need for parking cars. Um, and so if you could let us know that you're coming, that would be really fun. The uh, Veterans Affair is also uh, the local one here, but also, as I mentioned earlier, the state representative of the Veterans Affairs will be here. So there are a lot of groups that are going to be here backing this. I really and truly hope everybody comes out. Don't be you know, don't be shy. Don't be afraid to come. We're not going to put you on the spot. He won't make you work with a horse if you don't want to. The, you know, there's none of that. I'm going to keep everything very safe. Uh, and we do have a really nice herd of horses, and I think it's it'd be fun for people just to come up and see. So come and have a good time. I think I gave you all the information that you need. If you want to go on our website, that website is www.gate, that's G-A-I-T-T-R-C. So there's two T's in that. Org. So it's www.gatetrc.org. Well, that's terrific, uh, Martha. Are you always looking for volunteers? Uh, yes, thanks for bringing that up as well. We always accept volunteers. There is a process and there is paperwork. <laughs> but uh, we do have volunteer training, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe six or seven times a year, I guess. We will do individual training if you can't make one of our sessions. Um, the training involves, well, what do you do when you get here and what should you expect to see when you get here? 
and how involved you have to be with either the rider or the or the horse. So there are a lot of volunteer opportunities right now. We're trying to fix fences, <laughs> and so that takes a lot of people. But the volunteers with the classes is really where we need the most people. And just give us a call, as I mentioned, 570-409-1140. You talk to Diana. She's our volunteer coordinator. And if you call, ask for her, and she will take care of you. Okay. Well, I would love to be there, except I will not be in town. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Too bad. Well, I'm sure you're not the only one, but uh, yeah. I hope a lot of people come. Yeah. It's yeah. I, no, I, it's 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 a great uh, situation. It's a it's a great form of therapy, from what I know. And uh, mm -hmm. you guys are doing uh, fantastic work that really needs to be done. So, Martha Dubinsky. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. We are here for the community, so give us a call if you need us. Thank you for Thank taking you, the time to be on Let's Talk Vets on Radio Catskill, WJFF. Hey, if you thought we were done horsing around, you'd be wrong. Laurie Bryceland is founder and executive director of Victory Hill Therapeutic Horsemanship in Greenville, New York. And Laurie is a dedicated horsewoman and, like Martha, attuned to these magnificent animals and the joy and healing that they can provide. Okay, Lori, welcome again to Let's Talk Vets. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Doug. Well, several years ago, you lost your position with another outfit due to COVID cutbacks. Mm -hmm. And as you and I discussed, this proved to be an opportunity that you found Victory Hill therapeutic riding in Greenville, which was kind of something you had on the back burner anyway, right? Something you wanted to do? Correct. Yeah. 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 So it was always a dream to start an equine assisted services center in Orange County where I was living and really service the population there. So the previous center I was at was in another state and in another location. And of course, because of COVID, every equine assisted services program was shutting down just like the rest of the world. So they did have to eliminate my position because they couldn't continue to pay salaries without any income coming in from right. from yeah. participants. So, and grants came to a screeching halt, fundraising came to a screeching halt. So these programs were closing down. But, you know, out of, I'm a firm believer in out of adversity comes opportunity if you just look for it, you yep. know? I wasn't sure I was ready to really pursue that dream yet, but the door just opened, so here we are. It's such a special population that is served through equine assisted services. You've got kids and adults with special needs. We had a Horses for Heroes program serving veterans and first responders. So when COVID happened, all of the services were eliminated. Everything just came to a screeching halt, as we all know. It was just really something to witness to watch what happened to these populations as they lost their services and that was essentially so, everywhere not just right here, right, right. Yeah. yep so i knew i had to do something you know i couldn't just stop my career and and stop servicing this population so i decided to go for it and within a month we had our articles of incorporation we have our 501c3 i had put my board together we had all of our volunteers it was a whirlwind and in the middle of the pandemic we were able to put all of this together so it was pretty amazing well it seems like just yesterday how long has it been about two and a half years all yeah right. so we started in may of 2020 my how time flies when you're having fun yes <laughs> so so look for those listeners who may not recall 
the last time you were on, which uh, I have to apologize to you. It's been too long, but we'll make up yeah. for that. Give us a little virtual tour of Victory Hill. Sure. So Victory Hill is actually located in Greenville. Some of you might be familiar with Exit 4 off of Route 84. And we're two miles right off the exit, so we're very easy to get to. And it's located currently at my family farm. So when you arrive, you're going to see my home. And then behind the home, we have the farm and equine facilities. So there is a beautiful barn that we had custom built when we moved to this property about eight years ago. And there's some horse paddocks. So as you walk down the side of the property to get to the barn, you walk by some beautiful horse paddocks. And you see not only the horses, but all of our other animals out there. We have goats and sheep and chickens and ducks and dogs and cats. So they're all out there playing and it's really nice to just take that walk as you're getting to the barn and then you go back to a beautiful, as I said, custom built barn that's a lot of people really enjoy the barn. It's, it's a beautiful building. And then there's paths and trails. We have a beautiful outdoor arena that is, I believe, 65 by 140. So it's a pretty decent size arena. And our newest addition is a 50 foot round pen where we do a lot of work with the horses and participants. And the round pen has been a fantastic addition to our facility. And then there's some trails where we don't usually ride the horses on the trails too much, but we walk the horses on the trails. So we take our horse for a little sensory walk and we do a lot of grounding and a lot of important work on those trails. So yeah, in two and a half years, we've really added a lot to the property to help our programs be even more robust. So your motto is healing with horses. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some of the unique programs that you offer. And while we're at it, we'll incorporate the next point, which is that veterans have unique issues. But right. so do first responders, law enforcement, medical professionals, mm -hmm. and even 911 dispatchers. So how much common ground do these groups have? So one common ground that they all have would be that in many cases, they are affected by trauma and toxic stress. It just comes with the territory when you're in that line of work. So, you know, they see things on a daily basis that would make you know, the average civilian just cringe and it's difficult for them to process. It's difficult for them to decompartmentalize it in a way that won't affect the rest of their lives. So what we do is we look through a trauma-informed lens so that we can understand the effects of trauma and toxic stress on brain function. So that would be something that they would all have in common. You know, a lot of people use the analogy of a spectrum, right? It doesn't affect everyone exactly the same way, but the way that the brain is affected by trauma and toxic stress is physiological. So that is pretty common across the board. We understand what happens to that brain function and go through a recovery process that is very systematic in building up the different parts of the brain and helping to reorganize it. So we actually help to heal the effects of the trauma on brain function. So of course, that category would be our Horses for Heroes program, which by the way, all of our participants attend that program at no cost to them. We have a wonderful grant through Orange and Rockland Utilities. We have a fantastic fundraiser that's actually coming up on October 15th and different um, little mini grants we get and private funders who all fund that specific program so that veterans, first responders, 
uh, law enforcement, active military, and their families can all attend that program at no cost because we would never want cost to be a deterrent to them seeking the mental health support that they need to live their best lives. If I look at your website, there's a whole bunch of other organizations, NGOs, and, and different types of organizations that you collaborate with, mm-hmm. including the, um, the Hudson Valley Veterans Task Force. So how have these partnerships strengthened Victory Hill, and how has Victory Hill uh, strengthened them? Right. Well, that is a great question. I love that question because we could not do what we do without our community partners. They just really bring so much to the table as far as, um, you know, public support, funding, bringing us participants, just helping us to further our mission. You know, so whether they're showing up for an event, if they're bringing participants with them, if they're supporting us through funding. There's just so many different ways that our community partners help to propel our mission and make it possible for us to do the work that we do. You mentioned the task force, Larry Newman, who's the chairperson, has just been an incredible support and resource for us. Clear Path for Veterans, we are partnering with to do a larger project in Orange County, which you'll be hearing about hopefully in the months to come. Vet to Vet of Orange County, Sullivan County, Action Toward Independence, the Mental Health Association, Bavoy Mental Health Counseling, the Department of Social Services, Cornell Cooperative Extensions RAP program. I mean, I could go on and on about all of the community partners that we have and just how much they have brought to the table. And I would like to think that we help their programs as well by offering you know, an alternative to traditional therapies and offering a, an effective fund program for their their participants to come here and participate in and you have an event coming up in a couple of days tell us about that this is our favorite event of the year (laughs) it's called our road rally and basically what it is it's october 15th it starts at 10 a.m in the morning and it goes until about four so it is an all-day event and it is this community-wide scavenger hunt so it is just so much fun the places that you're trying to find throughout the scavenger hunt we call them stops so the stops are all sponsored by local businesses what happens is you come to greenville park where this is going to kick off at 10 in the morning on october 15th you can register you're going to get your free victory hill t-shirt which is you got to have it our our logo is so nice and it's going to have the logo and all our sponsors on the back you're going to get your packet with all of your clues there are 24 stops Okay, there's 24 businesses that are all opening their doors that day for you to visit. You get a map with numbered stops on it. So you kind of say, okay, number one, okay, this is the clue. Oh, it must be this place. And you solve the clue and you figure out where number one is. You look at the map, that's where it is. And you get in your car and you go drive to stop number one. Now everybody gets a different stop to start at. So we're not all inundating stop number one well, with a hundred people all at 10 in the morning. <laughs> um, so everybody starts at a different stop. When you get to that stop, you go in, you get to see these cool places. And I have to tell you, every place that has Um, offered to do this. And some of them came to us and said, I heard how much fun this was last year. We want in, we want to do this. They are just the coolest chic little shops that you would, some, some of them you may have never known they, they were there, you know, these really cool restaurants and just really fun places. And it was so much fun doing this last year. So you go in, you get to see the place, you get to meet the owners in many cases, 
You get to ask them three trivia questions because we want you to engage with the business. So you're there to learn about the business. You know, who are the owners? Why did they start this business? What's their number one selling item or service? What's something that they sell that you may not know about? And that's always a fun one to hear about something that they offer. And then they have a giveaway for you. So you are literally going to get 24 prizes. Every single person who participates gets a prize at each stop. You literally end up with a car full of these giveaways at the end of the day. And then when you finish your scavenger hunt, you've gone to all the stops, you go back to Greenville Park and everyone who finishes goes into a drawing for larger prizes. So we've got a trail ride for two packaged with a $100 restaurant gift certificate to an awesome five-star restaurant in Montgomery. We have a movie night. So we've got four movie passes packaged with another restaurant gift certificate. We have other restaurant gift certificates. So we have a lot of restaurant gift certificates to raffle off. We have a beautiful local artist put together a fantastic just beautiful piece of art for us. We have one of those gorgeous wooden flags that one of our volunteers does woodwork. He um, has donated for this purpose. There'll be a small silent auction. There'll be a few vendors. So it's, oh, the Girl Scouts. I have to promote our Girl Scouts. They're doing a bake sale. <laughs> and all the restaurants who are involved are going to be feeding you along the way. So you'll have food samples and different fun things to try at these different restaurants. So it's just a super fun day. We do ask that you try to purchase the tickets ahead of time because that's going to help us give a head count to each of the stops so they know exactly how many prizes they need to be prepared with. And you can find the information either on our Facebook page. There's an event on our Facebook page, which is just Victory Hill TH. If you just put that in on your Facebook search box, you'll be able to find Victory Hill Therapeutic Horsemanship on Facebook. Or you can go to our website, which is Victory Hill th.org and click on events and there's a link there where you can purchase your tickets how much are the tickets Lori? they're only 35 dollars, which we thought was a pretty fantastic price for the free t-shirt and all of the other goodies you're going to be collecting during the day are any of the stops gas stations so you can get some free gas? Oh, wouldn't that be great? That would be great, right? Yeah, everybody, we should have gotten gas cards donated. So there, you could, there you go. Yeah, well, the good thing is that everything is within like a five-mile radius. So oh, you're that's not good, driving yeah. very far. And yeah. some of it's downhill so you can turn your motor off. Yeah, oh, actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it is downhill because you're going from Slate Hill to Port Jervis. Oh. So it is the, the whole hill down to Port Jervis. You could just take your foot right off the gas. It's all downhill from <laughs> just there, yeah. Mm -hmm. down, right? <laughs> right. No, that sounds like a fantastic uh, event, and I know that uh, you had a lot of fun with that last year, and we're looking forward to that. I will be out of town, unfortunately, or I would be there myself, but maybe next okay. year. Yeah, so and anybody listening, it's not too late to purchase your tickets, hopefully. We are going to be offering tickets at the door as long as we don't sell out before then. So we do have a limit. I think we're going to limit it to 150 tickets just so that these the stops are not completely overwhelmed. As long as we still have tickets available, you're welcome to purchase tickets at the door, but we do encourage you to try to get them ahead of time. That would be really helpful to us. That's great. And you do so many good things for so many people. I have to assume that you need volunteers from time to time. Yep. Volunteers are a really important part of what we do for a couple of our programs. We are 
in the discussion stages of starting to do more group work with veterans, in which case we will need a few veterans to help facilitate the group work. But most of our volunteers work in our other programs because a lot of the work we do with the with the veterans and first responders is is kind of, you know, it's mental health support. So it's a it's very confidential and private. So we don't generally have a lot of volunteers involved with those programs. But our therapeutic riding program, which is for kids and adults with special needs, our hippotherapy program, which is also done on horseback with a physical therapist or an occupational therapist. We do need volunteers who can lead the horses and sidewalk with the riders. Um, we also have a very special program called Stable Moments, which is for children in foster care or those who've been adopted. So that program requires community mentors who work with that child for one hour a week as a mentor for them while they're working with the horse. And there's special training that you go through for that program. So that's something else. And that's year round that we need volunteers for. And then, of course, event planning, right? We have this awesome event coming up. So we could use some volunteers on October 15th if you want to come help out with the event. And then you do get to also go out and do the scavenger hunt if you're volunteering. And board members, we actually have three openings on our board of directors right now. We have a fantastic dynamic board. So if you're looking to get in on kind of the ground of a really dynamic, quickly growing organization and be part of all the special things we do here, we'd love to hear from you if you're interested in being on our board of directors. Okay, if uh, somebody would like to donate to Victory Hill, so the easiest way to do that is go right to our website. We do have a donate option there. So again, that's victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y-T as in Tom, H as in Harry, dot org, victoryhillth.org. And if you just click on donate, we'd love to share in what we're doing here. You can always give us a call too. Our phone number is 845-843. 0020. That's 845 843 0020. And you can ask for me, Lori, and you're more than welcome to ask us any questions that you have. And my email can be found on the website as well. Well, thank you so much, Lori, for spending the time with us again on Let's Talk Vets, a Radio Catskill WJFF. Thank you so much, Doug. Now here's a few more news items of interest to our military community in the Hudson Valley for you. Con Ed has some job openings for veterans. You can contact James E. Chrisman. He's a project specialist, veterans, and disabilities recruiter. Con Ed's located at 4 Irving Place, New York, New York, 10003. You can email James at chrismanja at coned.com or you can give them a call at 212-460-3110 if you'd like to see what's available you can go to their website careers.coned.com slash jobs slash search well what is your healing power helping vets with PTSD traumatic brain injuries depression anxiety or loneliness 
Is your healing power perhaps just a simple heartfelt letter or maybe volunteering? Well, at HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, and therapy kits. What is your healing power? Find out at HealVets.org. Well, if you're looking for an interesting job opportunity, the Orange County Chamber of Commerce wants to talk to you. They're seeking a membership coordinator who will be a representative of the Orange County Chamber of Commerce. This person will be responsible for event-related functions of the Chamber of Commerce and its subsidiaries. The position provides support to staff, members, and committees with responsibilities that are vital to the success of the organization. The pay is from $24 to $26 an hour. There's a 401k. There's uh, health insurance, paid vacations, sick and holidays, quality of life work environment, inclusive of summer hours and more. If you or someone you know is interested, give Heather Bell Meyer a call. She's the CEO and can be reached at 845-294-1700, extension 1101. Amazon is hiring in Orange County. You can contact Chris Coiler, engagement specialist, workforce staffing, coilerk at amazon.com, or text orangeny1 to 77088 for job alerts in Orange County. The VA Hudson Valley will host a Whole Health Fall Festival for veterans and their families to come out and learn about the many programs the VA offers and meet the providers. The Castle Point Campus, October 19th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. and Montrose Campus, October 26th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. This is a great opportunity to connect to your care. Whole Health is one of the VA initiatives that works to help veterans become equipped with the knowledge they need to direct their care. Be lots of games, giveaways, and refreshments will also be served. If you have questions, email lennox.ocal at va.gov. Lennox Ocal is their outreach director. Wreaths Across America best known for placing veterans' wreaths on those interred at Arlington National Cemetery every December for the past 30-plus years. However, they actually place over 2.4 million veterans' wreaths in 3,200 locations around the country and abroad. That means there's a good possibility that there are local volunteers right in your community that could use your support or that may need information to get a local program started in your area. For more information, please contact Sean Sullivan. Sean can be reached at sullivan at wreathsacrossamerica.org. Their website is wreathsacrossamerica.org. And Sean can be reached by phone 207-230-4599. Well, we wish to acknowledge the following people and organizations that made this program possible. Martha Dubinsky, founder and executive director, Gate Therapeutic Riding Center in Milford, PA. And Lori Bryceland, founder and executive director of Victory Hill Therapeutic Horsemanship in Greenville, New York. 
the Military Times, Fox Digital News, and our many NGOs that keep me in the know. And, of course, you for joining us on Let's Talk Vets. Please let your friends know about this program and share with us your comments and suggestions for future shows. Also, send us your upcoming events so we may get them on the air, both in our normal public service announcement segments and this program. And the last couple of programs, we've talked to some vet small business owners. We've talked to them about their service and their businesses and their difficulties getting funding and all sorts of challenges. And we'd like to talk to you. If you're a vet small business owner or if you know someone that has a story to tell, let us know. We want to put your story on the air. We're not trying to invade your privacy, but perhaps what you have to say could help another veteran who's contemplating starting a small business. Lessons learned, right? You can email me at vets at wjffradio.org. If you or someone you know is experiencing problems or just need to speak to someone, 24 by 7 confidential crisis support is, as always, available. It's simpler now. All you have to do is dial 988 and press 1. You can send a text message to 838255 or start a confidential online chat session at veteranscrisisline.net. Until our next formation, I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Doug Sandberg. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your service. Company dismissed. So we'll leave you tonight with a song about a horse, of course. (laughs) But if you listen closely to the lyrics, you'll understand it is really a metaphor for the human condition and the trust we all need to have in each other. Good night. She was a wild young Mustang No bridle, no reins Full of fire and spirit inside The last of a rare breed Born to run free The horse nobody could ride A hundred young takers All tried to break her Their stories were told far and wide Sure as the wind blow Each cowboy got thrown by the horse Nobody could ride And down out of Cheyenne Came a quiet and shy man Who dared to try something That no man had tried He sat down in the warm sun A hundred yards away from the horse Nobody Then she moved in toward him And circled and stood by his side Then he whispered, I won't hurt you And he reached out his hand to the horse 
nobody could ride. Could.